afternoon or evening for wherever you may be joining us from today. Welcome to the Life Church Podcast. on a Sunday by Sunday basis to get into his presence in singing and worship and I um, thank God for what he has already done in this place. If you'd remain standing, we're going to read the word of the Lord to you right now and get into the word that I believe God has got for us today. We're reading from the book of Genesis chapter 28 and it's starting at verse 10. Genesis 28 and verse 10. The Bible says, Now Jacob went out from Beersheba and went unto Haran. So he came to a certain place and stayed there all night, because the sun had set. He took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head. He lay down in that place to sleep. Then he dreamed. Everybody say, he dreamed. And behold, a ladder. Someone say ladder. A ladder was set up on the earth. And its top reached to heaven. And there were angels of God. There the angels of God were ascending and descending on the ladder. Everybody say the ladder. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, and God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give you and your descendants. Also, your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. This is, this is a great promise that God is given to Jacob in this dream. He said, also your descendants will be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west and the east and the north and the south. And in you and in your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Wow, what a great promise. Behold, I am with you, and I will keep you wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I've done what I have spoken to you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. He was afraid and said, how awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. Wow. I'm going to speak for a few minutes today on something that I believe God has given me called Ladder of Promise. Say that to someone nearby. Say Ladder of Promise. I believe God's going to speak to us through his word today. I believe God's got some promises that he wants us to be reminded of today. And we're going to have God show up in an even more powerful way. Jesus, God, I thank you today for this group of people. I thank you for your word. God, I thank you, God, that we get to come together in this great country to worship you, God, in spirit and in truth. God, I'm praying as the word of God goes forth from my lips today, God. 
Lord, I'm just a, a simple man, God, a humble man. God, I pray that those words would go forth as your words, powerful and anointed, God. And I pray that they would get into our hearts and they would get into our minds and get into our spirits. God, and change us today. God, we're praying that right now in Jesus' name. Someone said in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you as you find your seats. A few weeks ago, actually about a month and a half ago now, I was um, at my house and we had had, I think it was the first time that Miss Nova came to our house. Uh, Pastor Jonathan and Kayla and Nova were over. Uh, it was a Thursday evening and uh, they had been there for a few hours and it was now getting late. Um, we haven't had much rain this summer, but it was actually raining outside. And Pastor Jonathan, because of our new place, we can only have rooms for so many vehicles in the driveway, and he had to park down the street and around the corner. So he told Kayla, he said, I'm going to go get the truck or the car, whatever it was. He said, I'm going I'm to bring it back and I'll pick you up. And so Pastor Jonathan goes out into the rain and he goes down the street. And when he gets back to the house, he says, Pastor Steve, do you need a new ladder? I said, um, yes, I do. I said, why do you ask? And he said, well, I've got a ladder for you. You see, I had just told my wife, probably in the week or so prior to their coming to our house, that I need a new ladder. You see, we have a cottage over at Hikes Bay. We're blessed. God gave us a great miracle, and we've got a wonderful place to go there at our campgrounds to be in. And there are times at the cottage I need a ladder, and I don't have a ladder. And I have to go to Pastor Jonathan's or go find somebody that's got a ladder and get a ladder to do what I need to do on the ladder. And so Pastor Jonathan said, I was walking down the street to my car, and there was this pile of trash because Thursday is the night we put out our trash and our recycling at our house. Thursday, you know, the trash bags go out, the bins go out, and all the extra stuff that you don't want anymore goes out by the curb. And Pastor Jonathan said there's, there's a, a big white desk there by this couple neighbors down. There's a big white desk. There's some trash bins. There's some trash bags. And there's a ladder laying across the pile. I said, really? I was expecting, you know, someone's old beat up, messed up, trashed ladder. I said, well, okay, I'll, get, I'll go. And I, so it was raining, so I just kind of scooted down a couple of houses to see this pile. And I saw the white desk, and, and sure enough, there was this ladder laying across the pile. I thought, you know what? That looks like a pretty nice ladder. Brother Ray, bring, bring me the ladder. So, so this is the ladder that was laying across the trash pile. I don't even know if it's ever been used. Thank you. It, it, it's a, a Werner. I think it's called a Werner. W-E-R-N-E-R. -E ladder. It's a feather light Werner ladder. 
It's not messed up with paint. It's not bent. It's not broken. It's like I went into Lowe's or Home Depot and bought myself a ladder. You know, my wife and our family, we pray this prayer, and you've, you've heard me tell you about it before. We pray this prayer all the time. Lord, put us at the right place, at the right time, with the right people, and the right message. This is an answer to that prayer. One of the many answers to that prayer. The fact that Jonathan and Kayla, Pastor Jonathan and Kayla were at our house on a Thursday night, that's not a norm for us. It was Thursday. The fact that Pastor Jonathan had to walk, you know, down this ways to get to his vehicle was not an accident. The fact that I'm not sure why they did not need this brand new ladder, but it was out in the trash pile. So I, I quickly scooped up the ladder. It's wet, and I kind of walked gently back to my garage, and I got inside where I could see the light, and I thought, this is a sign from God. Did I not tell you that? I, I told Sherry, I said, this is a sign from God. This is a sign that God is with us. This is a sign that God knows everything we need. I had just told her I need to go buy a brand new ladder for the, the place at Hikes Bay. I went online this week to find out what this puppy would cost. This thing would cost me somewhere between $150 and $300 if I was going to go purchase this baby right here. But I want to tell you today that I'm serving a God that takes care of our every need. This has become our ladder of promise. It's a promise that God is with us. It's a promise that God's going to provide for us. It's a promise that God's going to keep us, that God's going to meet us every step of the way. Hallelujah. I thank God for his blessings. I thank God for the times he's met us in the past. I thank God for meeting us just a couple of weeks ago with the ladder of promise. And I thank God that there's more coming my way. Hallelujah. Let's thank God for answered prayer. Thank you, Jesus. In, in our text today, in Genesis chapter 28... We find Jacob. Jacob is on the run. Jacob is in a desperate situation. He is fleeing from his brother Esau. Many of you probably know the story where Esau, he is the oldest. He has all the promise coming to him. He, he's the one that has the birthright. He has all the, the, the big blessings coming his way. And Jacob... He has a way of getting in there. They're twin brothers. And he steals the birthright. Well, he didn't really steal it. It was given for a bowl of soup. 
And so we know how that Isaac was the one that blessed Jacob like he was the firstborn. And when all this transpired, Esau realized that his birthright was gone. He, he was now out to get this brother that had deceived him. Because not only was it the blessing, just any old blessing, it was the blessing. It was the promises that God had given Abraham. It was the promises that God had given Isaac. And now these promises were now belonging to Jacob. We must understand that this is a moment of desperation in Jacob's life. This is not a good day. I mean, it's good that he's got the blessing, but this day, at this time, he's running for his life. He's fleeing. He's in a big storm. He's entering into a huge trial. He's running. He's at the bottom of the heap. And at the Bible lets us know as we pick up this story that it becomes sunset and becomes nightfall. And he's tired and he finds a place to rest. Now, I don't know about you, but I like a nice flat pillow. Soft, flat pillow. How many are flat pillow kind of people? There's a couple of us. I can't handle those big old puffy ones. My, my, I get a kink in my neck. Jacob, he lays down to sleep, and the Bible says that he finds a stone a rock to lie his head upon. That is not a comfortable night's sleep to me. He finds a boulder to lay his head upon. It's not comfortable, but the Bible lets us know that Jacob falls asleep. I want you to notice here that this is when God begins to speak to Jacob. I want you to notice that God lets Jacob get to a bad situation. God lets Jacob get to a, a, a place where he's at the end of the rope. He's running. He's desperate. He gets him on a, on a really tough rock to sleep and lay his head. It's not a comfortable place. But in that uncomfortable place, that's where God begins to speak and give him some great promises that he can hold on to. On the screen, the quote from C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis said, God whispers to us in our pleasure and shouts to us in our pain. I don't know what storm you're facing right now. I'm not sure what trial you're going through right now. I don't know how desperate you are in life right now. I don't know what is facing you, what trouble, what mountain is right in front of you and you're desperate before God. I just want you to know that God can take your trouble and God can take your trial and God can take your problem and he can use that as a megaphone to get your attention and turn you towards him. 
Some of you are here, you're facing job loss in the middle of this pandemic. You're facing income that's been reduced. Some of you have got relationship issues that you're dealing with. Problems in the house. Financial sicknesses. Some of us, we're all dealing with this pandemic. All of us are facing something that we don't know really what we're going to do going forward. But I want to tell you in the middle of your low point, that's when God begins to speak. It was in the middle of Jacob's desperate time, in the middle of his fleeing, that God begins to speak to Jacob and gives Jacob this dream. Verse 12 of Genesis 28 says, Then he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set on the earth. Its top reached the heaven, and there the angels were ascending and descending on it. This is called Jacob's Ladder. You've heard the story, maybe in Sunday school. You've heard preachers preach about it. But today I want you to know that, that God has the ability. This, this message is for someone to let you know that God is with you. There are angels. You know the role of angels in the Bible, what, they, what their role is? A couple of things. They are to carry out the commands of God. They, they come and they go. And they're carrying out His commands. They just they, they ascend and they descend. They, they, they bring answers to prayers. They provide protection over the people of God. They fight for the people of God. And they stop the attack of the enemy. This is some of the things that angels do, the role of angels in the Word of God. And the Bible lets us know in Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 14, talking about angels, are they all not ministering spirits? Sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation. I thank God that there's angels being dispatched and they're going to begin to minister. They're ministering spirits to meet you, to help you. They'll come and they will encourage you. They will protect you. They will fight for you. This is what angels do. So God begins to speak clearly to Jacob in the middle of his desperate situation. He shows him this ladder. He shows him the angels coming and going. And then he begins to give Jacob some amazing promises. I want you to know if you're here today and you're in a desperate situation, God's going to speak to you today. God's going to give you some promises today. The word of God is going to speak into your heart today. And you're going to leave this place changed by the word and changed by his spirit. There's hope when we have God on our side. We've read it already today, but let's rehearse the words that, that Jacob heard from God. Verse 13, and behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie I will give to you and your descendants, and your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad. Listen to the promise that was coming. Your descendants were going to spread abroad from the west to the east to the north and the south. And in you and in all your seed of their families, the earth shall be blessed. Behold, I am with you. I will keep you wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. 
This is Jacob's ladder of promise. The ladder, he could see it. He could see the Lord at the top of the ladder. He could see the angels ascending and descending. And he got some promises from God. Promise number one. The promise, the first promise on the ladder was the promise of God's presence. God said in verse 13, he said, I am the Lord God. And in verse 15, he said, I am with you. I'm so grateful for the promise of his presence. I am so grateful today that at Life Church we can get into this room and we don't have to go through any emotions. We can feel the presence of Almighty God. You know, he'd been the God of Abraham and he'd been the God of Isaac. And in reality, he should have been the God of Esau. Really, in the Bible, we should be saying the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Esau. But you know what? That's not what the Bible says. Because there was a guy that had the blessing. There was a guy that got the promise from God that God was going to be with him. And so we find in the Word of God, it says in Exodus chapter 3 and verse 6. This is later on when Moses was getting the word from God at the burning bush. And, and, and God is speaking. He says, moreover, he said, or God says, I am the God of your father to Moses. I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Because there was a promise that God was going to be with Jacob. There was a promise of God's presence. It didn't matter that he had been a deceiver. It didn't matter his past because he had a promise from God that God was going to be with him. And all the promises that God had given Abraham now belonged to Jacob. The second promise that I, I get from these verses is the promise of God's protection. Verse 15, the Bible says, I will keep you wherever you go. Hallelujah. I will keep you in 2020 through the pandemic. I will keep you through the trial that you're facing. I will keep you when people turn their backs on you. I will keep you wherever you go. And it goes on to say in verse 15, I will never leave you. The rest of that verse says, until every single one of these promises are complete. That doesn't mean God's going to leave them when the promises are complete. That just means you're, you're going to see every single one of these promises fulfilled. It's the promise of his presence. It's the promise of his protection. Hallelujah. And there's another promise in these verses. The third promise in these verses is the promise of his blessing. He says, in you and in your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. It's not just a blessing for you, but because of you, everyone will be blessed. 
because of you, the blessing is going to be, it's going to bless the entire world because of the promise. I thank God for the ladder of promise. I thank God that there's some promises that God has for his people today. And these promises will take you. You can stand on the promises. You can go to the bank with the promises because the promises are forever settled in heaven. Hallelujah. Are you thankful for those promises today? The promise of his presence. The promise of his protection. The promise of his blessing. What a powerful experience for Jacob. What a powerful time to hear from God and have God speak such amazing promises to him. Verse 16 says, Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place. And I did not know it. Dream was over. Done. He's now awoke. And he says, not surely the presence of the Lord was in this place. But the presence of the Lord is in this place. Too many times... We have spiritual experiences with God. How many would raise your hand and say, Pastor Steve, I've had some great spiritual experiences with God. And, and many times when it's over, we'll say things like, I felt God in such a powerful way. That was an amazing experience. Man, that, that altar, God touched me in a great way. It's all past tense. But, but God made a promise. It's not just a latter experience at one time, in one place. No, God has made us a promise that he's with us right now. Not just yesterday, not last Sunday in the altar, not when I got saved back in whatever year at whatever time. No, God is with you now. In the middle of your trial, in the middle of your test, in the middle of your storm, no matter how you feel, no matter what you see, God is with you now. You know, the Word of God gives us a great promise in Matthew 28 and 20. The latter part of that verse says this, Jesus speaking, and be sure of this, I am with you always. Someone say always. Someone say always. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. When God promises to be with us always, he's going to be with us always. What a great promise that is. What, what a powerful promise in God's word. We have the almighty God. He is walking with us always. He, we've got the God who owns the cattle on a thousand hillsides. He is with us always. He's our friend, the master, the creator, the ruler of everything.
is on our side. He's in your corner. And in spite of the storm you find yourself, in spite of the trial you currently are in, he's with you. Point to yourself and say, God is with me. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter what the future looks like. Doesn't matter what's coming on the horizon. God is here. God is with you right now. God will be with you tomorrow. God will be with you next week. God will be with you next year. Because God is with us. What a great truth in God's word. You know, there's the omni-truths in the word of God. Everybody say omni. Omnipotent. What's that mean? All-powerful. Omniscient. All-knowing. Omnipresent. Everywhere present. Nowhere absent. These are the omni-truths in God's word. When we understand and get a hold of those truths that God is with us today, tomorrow. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He's with us always. To know that we've got the all-powerful, almighty God with us, we don't have to fear anything. I don't care what's coming down the pipe because I've got the almighty God walking with me. He's going to see me through. He's going to take me through. And the promises that he's given me, he's going to keep those promises hallelujah you know what when we're serving almighty god all the resources of heaven they are they are for our taking he he has given whatever heaven has to offer whatever promises he's promised us we can make good on those promises the Bible says in Philippians chapter 4 and 19, you guys, many of you could quote this verse, but my God shall supply most of your needs. My God shall supply. Okay, you guys are a little weak right now. My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Let me just ask you this question. What do you need from God today? What's your need today? Are you needing God to show up? Are you needing God to, to minister? Are you needing God to answer a prayer? You know what? He's with you everywhere you go. He, he's going to walk with you this coming week. It doesn't matter where you're at. You could be at Life Church today. He's got answers at Life Church. You could be driving down the highway. He's got answers when you're driving down the highway. You could be sitting on the side of a hospital bed. God's got answers. It doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter if you're in the courtroom. It doesn't matter if you're in the schoolroom, on a school bus, flying across the country. It doesn't matter because he's with you everywhere you go. doesn't matter what you're facing. He's as close, the song says, as the mention of his name. He's only a prayer away. And since God has got so many great promises for us, we don't got to fear any situation that we're in because we get the promise. It's the ladder of promise that God is with us, that he's going to go with us. He's going to see us through. You say, well, I'm worried about what's happening next week. Don't worry about next week. He's already there. You're worried about what's going to come in your horizon and your future next year? Don't sweat it. God's got it. 
crucial meeting is coming up. Sleep well. Don't fret. Tough decisions in front of you. Fear not. For God is with you. Because my God goes before me. He goes before me. He clears the way. He sends angels to do his bidding. He arranges all the details. And when I get to that appointment, when I get to that situation, I can go there with confidence, knowing that God has already been there. I pray you get this today. I I pray that this gets down in your spirit today. Some of you are here and you're facing a storm. Some of you are here and you're facing a trial. Some of you are here and you're facing a a, a big mountain in front of you. And and you don't know what you can do. You don't know what you're going to do. It might be a desert experience that you're walking through. But I, I want you to know that none of it has caught God by surprise. Because God is everywhere present and nowhere absent. He's not confined to time and space. He is in the future. He is in the past. And he is in the present. He's taking care of what's coming your way. You know, storms have a way of doing one of two things in our lives. I've watched people through my years of ministry. And storms can come and they will either push people towards God. That they will just gravitate towards God and hang on to God and God will see them through. Or I've seen storms come to others and they will be drawn away from God. They will leave the truths of God's word. I pray today, whatever you are facing in your life, whatever trial is coming your way, I pray that the storm that you're facing, the trial in your life, it drives you to your knees. It takes you to a place where you have an encounter with Almighty God and you lay hold and activate the promises that are in His word. Hallelujah. Paul said it this way. He said that we are to praise Him in everything. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18. It says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Man, that, those first two words are a little tough. How many would be honest and say, Pastor Steve, I've got something that I'm, I'm dealing with, and, and it's not good. Just be honest. Okay, Hands are raised all around this room. What does the Bible say? In everything, give thanks. There's a principle in God's word. When you're facing that storm, when you're facing that mountain, when you're facing that trial, face it with the understanding that God is with you. And in everything, give thanks. If God is with me, I can thank him because he's been there before I got there. He's with me in the middle of it, and he's going to see me all the way through. You say, in my current mess? Yes. In my current trouble? Yes. God has a way of taking our mess and turning them into a message. he, He can take my current mess and he can make it into something beautiful that he can get glory from. I want to tell you today, when you praise God in the middle of your storm, when when you decide that you're going to say, I'm I'm no longer going to look at all the situation down here. 
this is wrong and this person doesn't like me and I don't have funds for this and, and this on the job is not. You, you can focus on all that if you want to. But if you decide that you're going to lift your eyes off of your mess and off of your troubles and begin to lift your eyes heavenward and in everything, in, in this problem, in this problem, in that mess, in this situation, in this storm, in everything, give thanks, something begins to take place. You, you will find yourself. You, you will start to get above the, 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 the problems. As you begin to praise him, you'll start to lift up above all the things that are keeping you down. And as you take another praise break and lift up the name of Jesus, pretty soon you're above the clouds. And you're now up into a place where God can speak clearly and God can minister and God can do something great in your life. It's like taking a step up the ladder. You're no longer down there with all that junk because you're taking a bit of time to praise the Lord. There's a quote by Jeff Arnold, I think, Brother Sheldon, that was on your Facebook page this week. Praise is not just spiritual gymnastics. We don't get together and just go through some motions in praise. Praise is the pathway into His presence. Praise becomes the ladder that gets you out of your mess and gets you above the troubles and above the storm. And you can lift up God and you can praise Him because He's worthy of praise. And you're no longer looking at all the mess down there. Your eyes are lifted heavenly and you are going to see God show up. Hallelujah. The great Psalm 100. One of my favorite psalms in the Word of God. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Let's, let's do that for a moment. Let's give him some praise and thanksgiving right now. God, we come into your gates with thanksgiving. God, we lift up our hands and we're thanking you that you're with us in everything. Give thanks for this is the will of God concerning you. Hallelujah. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Let's give him some praise in God's house right now. God, we praise the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. It says, it continues on and says, and be thankful unto him and bless his name. Let, let's again, let's give God a little bit of thanks. God, we thank you. We thank you right now, God. We bless the name of Jesus. We glorify the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I, I, I think you're getting it. As you get to get your eyes off of down here and get your eyes on him, it lifts you up above the situation. It lifts you up above the trouble. And God begins to show up because the verse goes on to say in verse 5, For the Lord is good. Say those five words with me. For the Lord is good. He's a good God. 
He's a good God. He's got your best interests at heart. He loves you. He's a good God. His mercy is everlasting. And His truth endures to all generations. Hallelujah. Everybody's standing with me right now. Hallelujah. I believe today, no matter what you're facing, Brother Jonathan, come on back. Whatever you're facing, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your trouble is. It doesn't matter what's coming this week. It doesn't matter anything about it. But your praise today, your joyful noise, your singing, your thanksgiving, your blessing the name of Jesus, lifting him up in the, the sanctuary, it is your doorway into his presence. And when you're in his presence, every promise in the book is mine. The promises that he has for the child of God, you can go after it. No matter what you're needing, you can have the promise of blessing, the promise of provision, the promise of finances, the promise of all that God has for you. They belong to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, oh God. Lord, help us to get beyond ourselves today. God, help us to get beyond our situation and begin to activate, God, the pathway, to activate, God, the doorway into your presence. God, I pray right now that as we begin to lift up your name, that, God, you will begin to do something supernatural in our midst. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us today. We pray this message spoke into your life, your heart, or whatever situation you may be going through. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at lifechurch.ca on Instagram. And on Facebook, just search Life Church and you will find our navy blue logo with the letters LC in the middle. Now before you go, we ask if possible from whatever platform you may be listening to us on, give us a rating or a review or even both. And share this message with someone so that they can be impacted by the gospel of the love of Jesus Christ. We thank you for your support and love you all. Have a wonderful week and God bless.